Today we're going to review the Kane Anderson Small Cap Core Portfolio. With me today, I have John Christensen, Senior Portfolio Manager. John, thank you for setting aside the time today to review this and participate in this. Can you start by giving us a review of the Russell 2000 Index during the third quarter, along with performance of the Kane Anderson Rudneck Small Cap Core strategy over a similar time frame? Sure. So the Russell 2000 Index and most of the other small cap domestic indices was positive for the quarter, with the Russell 2000 up about 3.5%. By months, July and August were up while September saw a pullback in the market. Quite the contrast to historical norms, as July and August are typically weaker months for the Russell 2000, while September has been positive in the past. The sectors that performed well in the quarter were healthcare, technology, and utilities, while the laggards were energy, consumer staples, and REITs. For the quarter, the Keene Anderson Rudnick Small Cap Core Portfolio slightly outperformed the Russell 2000 Index. Kane is well known as a manager that focuses on uncovering high-quality differentiated businesses. When looking back at the third quarter attribution, would you say this was driven by high or low-quality stocks, and was, was there a trend that you could make out of this? You know, in terms of disassembling the quarter and the index as it applies to high versus low quality, it was somewhat mixed with maybe a slight favor towards higher quality. What I'm saying is that stocks with low S&P stock rankings and high PEs, usually associated with lower quality businesses, did better than their higher quality counterparts. Uh, on the flip side, those with high investment grade credit, low betas, low debt on the balance sheet, and higher ROE all had superior quarters to their counterparts. So the battle goes a little more in favor of higher quality overall. During the quarter, what were some of the key attributors to the portfolio and what were some of the key detractors? It would also be helpful if you could review some of the same, some similar names that you've seen as positive as well as detractors during the year to date 2018. The stocks that were the key outperformers in the quarter were Teledyne, Aspen Technology, and Primerica. Just a, a quick note on Aspen who engages in the provision of mission-critical process optimization software solutions that are designed to manage and optimize plant and process design and supply chain planning. This company continues to generate healthy top-line and bottom-line results with strength in its core offering complemented by solid demand for its new asset performance monitoring suite of products. Additionally, Aspen is seeing some renewed interest from its engineering and construction clients the segment that had been struggling most with the decline in oil prices. Annual contract value is forecast to accelerate this year above the last few years of softer growth. The businesses that were detractors from performance were Auto Home, Right Move, and Copart. So a few things about Copart, which has been a long-term holding for us. Copart, as a reminder, operates a leading online auction place of cars for salvage. For the quarter, Shares reacted negatively to earnings falling short because of one-time expenses, including depreciation and amortization, related to construction in progress and a change in useful life estimates. Volumes of cars sold continued to grow at a healthy rate, and average price per car grew double digits. With continued strength in the seller and buyer basis securing the company's economics as it grows, we remain owners of the business. Lastly, there have been many discussions around valuations and concerns related to that due to a fact that the market's gone up for close to 10 years now. Can you let us know what areas you're seeing opportunities in to put money to work 
And also, it would be helpful if you can walk us through an example of one of these businesses. Absolutely. So our, our mandate remains the same whatever the market is in terms of valuation and outlook. We're trying to find businesses that have structural advantages in their operating environments. We want to find those that will participate when the market is strong and the economy is solid, but we also want the resiliency of businesses when times are weak, those that can maintain that profitability during difficult economic times. We find these opportunities in many industries if we have the patience. For example, we have added a new name in healthcare called Atrion, a name that we have had on our radar for many years. It does fluid delivery systems in hospital and home health environments. When the stock had some weakness in the shares, due to, in our opinion, non-structural issues, we began accumulating that position. That is what you will see from us typically, finding great businesses and being patient with the valuation. We are now looking for the bargain bin discount valuation, which would be ideal, but rather a rational valuation for a business we believe can deliver superior returns operationally to its peer group and the market. John, as always, thank you for your time and support. We look forward to speaking to you again and hearing from you in future quarters. Have a wonderful day. KaneCast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management. Kane Anderson Rudnick provides this communication as a matter of general information. The opinions stated here and are those of the speakers and not necessarily the opinions of Kane Anderson Rudnick or its affiliates. Portfolio managers at Kane Anderson Rudnick make investment decisions in accordance with specific guidelines and restrictions. As a result, client accounts may differ in strategy and composition from the information presented herein. Any facts and statistics quoted are from the sources believed to be reliable, but they may be incomplete or condensed, and we do not guarantee their accuracy. This communication is not an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security and is not in the research report. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions.